and gentlemen, Dick here with another episode of Podcastrophy, and it is Podcastrophy episode 158. It's been a minute. It's been a few uh, months, I think, since the last one. We did uh, We did Game of King Chair Revisited with Corey, and uh, we went over uh, some Game of Thrones because he, re- he actually watched Game of Thrones for the first time. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And welcome, Tyler. I'm I'm back. You're here. We had some nice pizzas, some nice adult beverages, having yeah. a nice little hang. Yeah. It's been, it's been a good night. It's been a fantastic night. I needed this. Me too. Me too. Been petting your dog a lot. Yeah. Uh, she is a very, very um, pretty lady. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, we, we lucked out so much when we got her. Like... Uh, the first, the first picture we got from that litter was like a chocolate husky, mm-hmm. and I was like, "God, I've always wanted a husky, but that's not this way, right? <laughs> not like this." It's so bad to like, because obviously we got uh, Kevin. We so we have a, a puppy too, just not as old as you. And it's like, uh, I felt so bad going and buying a dog, and um, yeah, you know, just like. Like, obviously, we're going to love it and give it a good life and blah, 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 blah. But, like, just the whole the whole industry of, of breeding pets and, and just all of that. It's, it's like, just so slimy and grimy. Yeah. And, and there's so many pets that are just getting euthanized every day. So, pardon me. It's so... Uh, it, can, it can definitely get depressing if you let it... Um, and uh, but yeah, she is she is a very very beautiful dog, and we got the 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 man of the house, uh, Sweet Prince Baxter, mm-hmm. um, making a cameo nap appearance over there. Yeah, um, yeah, he that's his spot, and he like sinks that entire cushion. That's in. good, man. I mean, if I was <laughs> see, if I was a a fat house cat, that's right where I would be at, and it's, that rhymes unintentionally. It's the perfect spot for him. Yeah. Um. Murphy, uh, so Skylar and I have been uh, doing a lot of personal research here lately because neither of us grew up as cat people. Talked about it on the podcast a lot in the past. Uh, Baxter uh, softened my heart. He warmed my frozen husk of a heart to uh, the sweet felines. And uh, now Skylar and I are like cat people, mm-hmm. like total, total cat people. The litter box doesn't bother me. Um, don't buy clay litter it's bad for the environment but uh like cats are chill man like do your research get a cat that that fits there's there's a there's so many different cat breeds please explain to me this clay litter thing because i've never heard that before it's just because it i uh, don't typically i currently am using like a mix of clay and crystal right now just because that's all i could afford it just goes it just goes in the landfill so it just ends up in your trash um I used corn litter. That's what I use. Okay. Um, so it's just made of corn. Uh, so, um, like, uh, Kevin ate a bunch of it once, and he about exploded. He was so bloated, it, it was bad. <laughs> he, he got what he deserved because he's so stupid. <laughs> Fucking God, I hate him. But um, it uh, it's, it's environmentally neutral. So um, you can flush it down the toilet. And it just, you know, it bacteria will um, consume the product. So okay. it'll, it'll be uh, in, uh, like, uh, most municipal waste treatment. 
it's a combination of chemical and bacterial. Uh, so they use yeah. like uh, sludge pits and blah 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 blah. Lots of lots of science involved, but basically bacteria would would break down the corn naturally, and if it did end up in the landfill, then it would just be biodegraded. Okay. And okay. clay clay litter. Uh, a lot of the stuff, if 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 you look at the ingredient ingredients, a lot of them have a lot of chemical additives. That's bad. Um, but on top of that. Uh, when it goes to the landfill, then it then it just takes up that space. Okay, it doesn't. It, it won't ever biodegrade. So it's a, uh, you know, you think of it like a game of Tetris. You got a square to put it in. You fill that square of clay. Well, no matter how long that that ground exists, that clay is never. It's never going to go away. It's just going to stay yeah, clay. It's, it's pretty clay. much. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like literally inert, clay. Yeah, it's an inert, neutral, you know, mm-hmm. it just kind of sits there unless shit changes. So your aunt Stephanie is saying hi. Oh, hello. There's a, I mean, there's a, there's actually a lot of stuff you can, can read into that a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, we just, I just <laughs> happen to grab it because like it's. It's one of those things where it's like... Uh, well, it's, it's another one of those things like, what do you? how do you know what to buy? Well, that, like, one, yeah. I, I, I already never used it just because I know how much it sucks compared yeah. to the crystals. Mm-hmm. I've always used the crystals, and it's like, it, it's just better. Mm-hmm. Like, infinitely better. So, like, I just yeah. happened to grab this because, like, I knew I needed litter, and that was just, like, the first thing I saw, and I needed, I needed to grab something. Sure. It was either that or the $30 bag of crystals yeah that i don't normally get and it's one of those things too where or people are like i don't i don't believe rock's so dirty and it's like it's a shit box scoop it it's a shit if, box if you don't it's, want it's it to be, be dirty. dirty but yeah like if you don't want it to be dirty and nasty then scoop the motherfucker yeah like like murph's bot and i and we're a one cat household so you know the, the the crazy cat ladies in the comments don't don't come for me I would prefer to be a one cat household. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's a lot easier. You know, even 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 two cats. You know, if you don't want the litter box to be gross, then you have to understand that the consequences that you will have, the smell, and potentially cats marking and and, and eliminating outside of the litter box is you know you're going to get that if you don't clean their litter box. Mm-hmm. Baxter's always been great. Like that thing can be like. Full, which it can be that's, at capacity. I mean, that's, you know, that's good for us. But at the same time, it's like and he he'll you know, just you keep wouldn't using want to go in there. You know, yeah, he'll just keep using it. But well, he's a tank. He, oh yeah, he's a he's a he's a unit. He's a literal heckin' chonk. <laughs> he's a chonky unit. But um, it, back to the after the long diatribe about about <laughs> cats litter boxes. But um, every breed of cat is unique and has their own little things and um. With orange tabby cats, the thing that they're known for is that they're they're one of the most vocal cat yeah. breeds. Well, so they're all. I, I keep seeing that they're the most they're most uh, chaotic. Yes, and now that's what I've I been seeing it. a lot here recently. It's that they're the most chaotic. So, like Murph, perfect example. You'll be petting him, doing whatever, and then he'll be just be happy, happy as could be, and then you'll go to you'll turn your back to him, and then he just looks down, <laughs> and then just fucking <laughs> bites the fuck out of you, and it's like, what are you doing? You know, like no aggression whatsoever. Yeah. You know, just total like fucking gotcha, bitch. 
yeah. We got some comments here. Oh, shit. Uh, we got AJ coming Ooh, in. Oh, hey, AJ. Says, love you guys. Can't wait to get on again and talk shop. We can't. I can't wait to have you on again. Like, it's been so long. Yep, and yep we were just it, talking it, about you. It sounds like you got some news you want to share and you want to, you know, promote. So, Ooh, yeah. that'll be cool. Uh, yep. We got Jordan Matthew Alcock. Mm, uh, yep, went to high school with him. Thoughts on, uh, he said, cast rule. And yep, thoughts he's on a big Sy- cat, man. Thoughts on Siamese. I have one, and she's super vocal, for better or worse. Uh, I'm not super educated on Siamese, but I know as far as, like, being friendly and, you know, they're one of the most popular cat, beer, cat breeds for a reason. Yeah. But, um... I think I... I can't remember. If, I, I might have had a Siamese at one point, and I didn't like that cat. But I was also... It wasn't my cat, Well, so. I know. It's one of those that there's uh, a long-haired variety and a short-haired variety. And, and I've seen a lot where the, the long-haired variety is not not fun. You I feel know? like that's the one we had. They're like I'm, an old old lady cat, you know, and just fucking set me up here on the shelf and leave me be, woman! Well, this was like a kitten, and it, it might have just been the kitten pate. phase. It might have just been the kitten phase, you know? Sure. Like, our current uh, younger cat... She's she, very sweet. Really? Like, she won't let me pet her. She let me pet her? She won't let me. Yeah, it, yeah. And I'm the cat sweet. whisperer. Yeah. I'm better than you. <laughs> like, I, I mean... I, <laughs> That's know. not true, but well, like, uh, and I, I told you this earlier, but I guess for the the sake of this uh, uh, the live feed and the recording, uh, I'll I'll tell it again. But my our 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 kitten uh, induced a, f- a false pregnancy in my dog. Yeah, <laughs> that means that what the point that Blaine's trying to make is that she's not very smart because she was nursing on a dog. Yeah. Well, yeah. And your dog was like, we we got her at six weeks. I love this baby. We got her. Yeah. Give we, me this baby. We got the kitten at six weeks, and so it was still it hadn't weaned sure. off its mother yet, and so we brought it here, and the cat sees this black cat sees this black dog, and starts, and it has nipples. Well, and it's you know as well as I do that um, animals. Where animals emitting pheromones into the air. Yeah, she had just got test- off heat, and she's just off of heat. So there's, there's she, she herself, lots of estrogen mm-hmm. coming off of her. So it's immediate. Of course, animal people, people don't think about that shit. Like, obviously, obviously, we rely on our sense of smell a lot. Yeah, in in society, but not. Not, not a, for our survival. Yeah, and, and not necessarily, not entirely like on a pheromonal level. No, no, it's it's definitely not on our radar by any means. Um, I mean, it's there, but for sure. But you know, that's something we don't ever think about. I don't know if we. I I told you about Max, right? Our temporary that we had, that was the super weirdo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so she was putting. We found out she was putting on yeah, pheromones. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucking weird. <laughs> to, if you okay to you're, attract a mate. Yeah, your body is putting out pheromones. So if you're all horned up, you you're you're good in the pheromone department. You don't need no extra. Mm-hmm. You don't need no help. No uh, no two scoops of pheromones today, my man or my gal. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, if, if your dog has been in heat and uh, all of a sudden, shortly after that heat, uh, or maybe even during it, uh, if if an other animal, be it a, another dog or a cat or anything that's going to suckle on them teats. Suckle. 
Um, Word of the it day, It will folks. actually induce the dog into a false... There's a chance it will induce the dog into a false pregnancy where it will full-on begin to, like, start nesting. Like, Aria, our dog, she's, she's three years old. She immediately started, like... Hiding under the bed constantly. Yeah, like doing the full nesting mode. Hiding in closets. Getting her ready. Uh, if, if the cat, w- if the kitten wasn't around her, she would like start crying and like, where's my cat? Where's my, or where's my baby? Mm-hmm. And she's full on producing milk. Yeah. She's full on producing doggy milk. Yeah. And which makes it even harder to get the, the cat off of her because. Is now- she spayed? No. You should get her spayed. I know. That, that's what my brother said, too. Yeah. And I feel like she would also calm down a lot because she wilds out. She she has been very sweet. The, yeah, I, she I has I want to call her over, but she's being so good right yeah, now. Yeah, we call her uh, Took after the, the character on Avatar Way of Water. Because hmm. uh, our, our, uh, Miranda's daughter, Nazira, loves Avatar. Your daughter, Nazira. Yes, my bonus. My yeah. bonus daughter. Yeah. Um, She's obsessed with Avatar. That's cool. And uh, so when we, I took her to see uh, Avatar: The Way of Water, and mm-hmm. she was, she loved Hell it, yeah. and she loved Took, the the youngest daughter of the of the movie. And um, also through that, I got her into Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I little, was like, segue. I was like, hey, you want to see this? really cool avatar check out this other thing and then now my all, cabbages now all of a sudden she's an uh, she's an anime nerd hell yeah <laughs> she's, are you saying she's like borderline weeb like me yes because but the thing is like she um <laughs> she she's oh, i'm pretty sure she's only watched avatar the last airbender but hell she yeah. wants to watch others but she can't because we don't have like those streaming services but <laughs> there's some good free ones on netflix oh yeah yeah she really wants to watch uh my hero academia and i'm just like i don't know about that one that one maybe is a little too inappropriate yeah she's 10 years old i don't know i don't know so there is there is some good ones out there um <laughs> zach dickman ooh 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 yeah see <laughs> yeah see everybody knows i uh i get i, I get made fun of all the time uh, for being a weeb, even though I'm not like, yeah, I don't Naruto run down places. And yeah, you're not Cameron. I'm not Cameron. Yeah, I miss that fucker. I'm pretty sure I still have his Hawaiian shirt at my house from the the Luau from the Luau last year. <laughs> the uh, what, what what was that? That was a uh, summer's end. It was like yeah, there was some other name because you shared a video. It was like patio, like patio weather or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, it was a patio party. Yeah. It was a weird, like, suburban white people thing. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wear your shorts. Yeah, you got to wear your shorts. You got your whole get up. We didn't do it this year just because we've been so busy. I think we're mm-hmm. going to do, like, a Friendsgiving, like, the yeah. uh, first week of December. That'll be cool. Something be like cool. that, post post Thanksgiving or something. Because we, we really liked getting everybody yeah. together I've, last year. I've been trying to host, like, a, a pizza party here. Dude, everybody's schedule is just I so know, goddamn chaotic it's so right bad. now. Uh, but I've been having uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. I've been having Corey, Brad, and Jennifer over. Which Brad, Brad hasn't been on this show yet, but I promise he will be. Like God, um, and he he'll, he's going to be so much fun on here. Yeah. I, pro- I promise. But no, the last time I had them over, it was it was so it was Brad, Corey, Jennifer, and it, I was like, it was just like one of those days. It was like a Friday, and I'm like. You guys want to come over for pizza and mimo- <laughs> pizza and mimosas tomorrow? <laughs> I uh, I promise the pizza will have no roofle in it. None. <laughs> so we had pizza and mimosas, and it was fucking fantastic. Full of roofle. Yes. 
Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay, we got some comments. Oh, God. We got, yeah, Zach Dickman said, ooh, woo. Uh, Jordan says, animals are a beautiful but mysterious gift. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, AJ said, he has a couple comments. Says, ooh, okay. as a Naruto runner, yeah. I represent every st- statement about it. Summer's end, I brought an avocado. Friendsgiving, I will bring two avocado. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's the energy that I need. And, uh, absolutely. AJ and I have a lot of, um, like unspoken agreements. Like, um, there's a moment that happened in our kitchen once that we agreed at the end of it, that I would never, we would never speak of it again. So I'm slightly breaking the rules by even referencing it. You're mentioning it. I am mentioning it. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm probably going to get like smote or smitten. The fucking weird <laughs> shit inside. But, uh, I love this thing. Yeah. Um, we just do weird shit like that all the time. And uh, it's like, okay, we're never. And and it's always like, we'll, we'll have a bunch of people over playing D&D or, or um, like uh, playing magic or something. And uh, AJ and I always, it never fails will end up in my kitchen or somebody else's kitchen or like the side room or something. Like we're on our way back. Like he's leaving the bathroom and I'm on my way back to the, uh-huh. or I'm on my way to the bathroom. And somehow we run into each other and it's like, we just lock eyes and we, then we just do something fucking weird. Both of us, like without any prompt, any, uh, encouragement whatsoever. It's just like, we'll start like hitting the quan and fucking like doing all kinds of weird dance moves and like, no context like and and then if you need ammo for that i strongly suggest watching the music video for every time we touch oh yeah you told me about this yeah well the cover by electric cowboy okay like man they got some moves uh the moves like jagger he says yes but yeah i mean um not a lot. Uh, I mean, I've I've had a lot going on, obviously. Yeah, but um, yeah. we saw the uh, Skylar and I went and saw the Nun Two mm-hmm. uh, this past Friday, not yesterday. I mean, the previous Friday. I think the last movie I saw was Guardians of the Galaxy Three. You don't like scary movies, so that's slightly a shame. It's not that I don't like them; I just don't find them interesting. I had to find I had to find the genre that I preferred, and I don't dig slasher films. The, as much as I, you know, I'll, I'll definitely watch and nerd out with them. The, the Halloweens and the Friday the 13th and, and, uh, the Freddy Krueger films, you know, I, I, Ooh, I uh, we watched, or, um, um, Jason, uh, that's what I was trying to say. Jason I, I and Freddy. And, I see. I'm, I'm not really into him because in my mind, uh, just the way that I grew up, it's like, why doesn't somebody shoot this motherfucker? Well, they do. The, the well, thing is, they do shoot him, yeah, and then they keep but, going. Yeah, but do, but do they? Do, but do they? Cause like, I'll fucking light your ass on fire. I mean, and then, like, then I'm that not happens fall too. Down. That happens too. Right, but I'm not just gonna fall down. And I'm not. Oops, I'm having sex. Ah, you know, it's like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's the charm. Of I know the, the campiness. It's like, I, I appreciate it. The campiness sure, is the charm. What I'm trying to say is that it's not my preferred. Yeah, yeah. I'm more like uh, creature features. We watched uh, against my will, and I ended up enjoying it. Was uh, smile. Oh, you did enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so, AJ, so it's it's one of those things. AJ and I were very very excited about it, and. Um, Sorry, I saw your sticker over your Apple. Uh, AJ and I were real excited for it, and then he saw it, and he said it was trash. 
So is Kyle and I definitely going to watch it? Because I've seen a couple clips from it that still you interest me. me quite a bit. You know me. I watch something and I'll enjoy it. If sure. I'm entertained, sure. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and I did not want to watch Smile because, again, I'm not into yeah. horror movies. Yeah. So. But the moment I start watching it, I get sucked. Any the moment I start watching anything, I just get sucked in and I start. I start watching it, and sure. so I will just I'll watch it, and then I'll be like, okay, well that was a movie, and I enjoy movies. Right. There's it's very rare, and it's getting more. It's very yeah, it's rare point now where it's hard for me to to dislike something. Well, it's very rare for me to dislike something. Yeah. But. As I'm getting older, I definitely find myself being like, okay, that movie was trash. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like... Uh, it takes a, a little bit of the the the, the wonder yeah. away. The, now that a little bit of the wonder, the fairy dust has worn mm-hmm. off. And, Which and, I, I held on to that fairy dust for a long time. A lot yeah. of my friends... Uh, that I grew up with would always tell, would always say like I had terrible taste in movies well, because I liked every movie. Dude, I, I like. I'm gonna shout out Dave Linder, obviously, friend of the friend <laughs> yeah. of the pod, uh, big big daddy Dave, former host, former host, co-host, the the the, the step uncle, the brunkle of the pod. Um. He likes the B movies of well, the B movies. He hosted a show called The D List, and it came out with like maybe two episodes. But right? Yeah. I, I mean, he he's into some pretty obscure stuff, and uh, especially if it's on VHS. Yeah, I'm I'm not into all that, but uh, the slasher films not for me. But religious horror, I I have um, religious horror, uh, like creature features, and and like zombie movies. I'm into that, you know. Um, but yeah, the religious horror is what I've gotten into the last five, 10 years. Okay. So like, uh, the insidious movies, are, I like, I, I do like, the those insidious are pretty movies. good. Skyler and I went and saw the most recent one, yeah. which is, which appears to be the final chapter, but they kind of left it wide open. They always do. Yeah. They so, have to. And the, the director, um, Juan or Wan, Juan, I think it's Juan. I think that's how you say it. I'm, I'm butchering so, it. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he's, he's real good in that genre. So, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was a hundred percent what we expected going in. Um, so it made it real easy to watch. AJ says smile had one all caps. Good scene. In my honest opinion, hmm. that would be the cat gift scene. Hmm, okay. Not familiar. Haven't seen it yet, but maybe Skyler, Skyler I, and I are going to watch a scary movie tonight. I know what he's talking about. And that is on my list of stuff to potentially watch. I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I will say I enjoyed it. I, one of the, I, I, one of the, um, I guess genres that I'm really not into is like the, like body horror manipulation or mutilation. I'm not really into that. So, so like saw, saw and like, um, so, so, uh, like, uh, hostile humor when hostile first came yeah, out. Like when, yeah. when, when, when that genre, Texas Chainsaw, Texas, uh, that's more, that's like a, bl- a blend of yeah. like that and, um, uh, slasher. And, and, I say that the wrong turn movies and like the hills have eyes like those movies I did I did dig um, it, it's definitely case to case but yeah the religious horror movies the nun and like uh, ghost possession movies and and the exorcism yeah. and stuff like that that stuff I've kind of gotten into just because I really whether you believe in Christianity or not um, yeah it, the mysticism behind it it, it, it gives a really uh, grounded uh, or believable um, 
representation, I guess, of, of shit that would actually, actually scare me, you know? Cause we've all been in those moments where we walk into a room and it's like, fuck, is somebody standing in here? And then yeah. you flip the light on and there's nobody there, you know? But imagine flipping the light, going to flip the light on and the light doesn't come on and then something fucking comes at you from the other side of the room. Oh, like, of shit. course. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, yeah. That shit does scare me. So. All right. So I, I have a comment said, Hey, Dickie boy, turn up your SM7B a little. You're about 2DB or so too quiet. <laughs> well, bro, I, I <laughs> fucking hit you with that knowledge uh, there, Chad. Zach, Zach Dickman did. Oh, shit. Um, no, I, I get it. <laughs> I think I had it turned for some reason. I had it turned down to uh, 45 de- uh, dB because you're trash. I popped it up to 50. Uh, it, I mean, the you the, do immediately sound better in the headphones. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just talking quietly. I thought so too. <laughs> that's well, basically, thing. we're not good. Um, is yeah, what we've established. but the, the SM7B needs about 56 dB. Mm. I'm at 50 right what now. What am I saying that with my recommended settings? <laughs> you're at 50. Perfect. Look at that fucking touchscreen functionality. I love this thing. Colored buttons. I absolutely <laughs> love this thing. And they, of course, they came out with a, a smaller one that has uh, that's just for like two US or two uh, XLRs. And I'm like, I feel like that'd be a better situation for me. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I always, con- I constantly find myself in these situations where I get the biggest version of something, and right. then I'm like. This is too big. Mm-hmm. We did too much. We didn't. We went too far. I wish I. I wish I could <laughs> say it's too big. Womp womp. There we go. <laughs> we got the we got the sound effects, folks. <laughs> so yeah, but speaking of scary movies, there's a there's a ton coming out this fall. Yeah. Um. Just movies in general. Um. The girls and I are going to go see the new Paw Patrol movie, the new Trolls movie. We just saw the new Ninja Turtles movie. We really dug that. I'm glad. Um, glad. I know a lot of people didn't dig it. Um, I I just I've been turned I've been so turned off by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the last like couple years. No, I I get it. I just don't want to. Dude, I get it. Uh, Ice Cube's the villain. He does. Yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd plays, plays an anthropomorphic gecko. On a skateboard, and he does this. Interesting. So, Interesting. I mean, Paul Rudd is in it. Um, Said I'm Post still alone. Is also in it. <laughs> nice. Said I'm still a little quiet, but much better. Uh, it probably also helps if I actually talk right into it. You have it. to put it inside of yourself. <laughs> I just had a beer hiccup. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like some movies that are coming out that like. I want to watch. <laughs> well, it's 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 actually sad because um, like besides Marvel movies, like I, I try we're, we're going to take tr- we're going to take the girls to see the Marvels movie yeah. because it's it, not only is it the shortest runtime in the history of the Marvel franchise. How how long is it? Oh, it's short. It's like barely over an hour. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, I'm 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 going to look it up, or you can look it up because you got the laptop just to make sure, but. Um, I remember reading something that it was very, very short, um, and I could be mistaken on that. But uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think um, I think we're gonna take the girls to see that, um, and uh, I, I'm actually kind of bummed out because stuff like uh, Blue Beetle, I was really excited for. Um, yeah, and, and just kind of, kind of like. You know, normally movies like The Meg 2, like I haven't even seen the first one, but like 
you know, that's the horror movies that I like, like Jaws and like Creature Features and shit like that. So it was just over an hour and a half. Yeah. So super short. But I think that's fine. Honestly, yeah. the article that I read said that it was going to be the shortest. Honestly, you know, that's completely fine. We have too many, too many two, two and a half hour Marvel movies. I I honestly love a three hour movie. And if it's it's going to be good. Yeah. But I I don't need to see like Endgame does not feel like three hours, but it is. I don't need to see three hours of Brie Larson. Like I'll I'll give her a chance. Like sure. Like I, I've I've definitely been that guy with my torch and my pitchfork. Like this, I I don't like this person in this role. I'm not saying I hate this person as a human being. It's just like I don't like her. Yeah. And um, even setting that aside, it's like see I disagree. I I really did enjoy Brie Larson as Miss Marvel mm-hmm. or Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel. Um, but I just didn't enjoy the movie. And maybe that was because of her, but I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of factors uh, for sure, but I think I, that movie was just way overhyped for yeah. what it ended up well, being, and just, then for what for what they brought that movie for, it was just the environment of everything. It, yeah, it, it elevated every movie to the point that it had to be Infinity War slash Endgame level, which is why so, like a lot of these Phase Five, I think. Wait, are we four or five right now? Whatever we are, dude, I have no idea. Post Endgame, um, all these movies have just been very subpar. Uh, Even, even to an extent, No Way Home didn't blow me away the way I the way I wanted it to. Despite the fact that I really fucking loved that one, Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange: uh, Multiverse of Madness. It was it was good. I I, I haven't watched it. It was good. I just haven't. And, and I know I've talked about it before. It's just I, I, I'm, like, so damaged. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. so wounded. I just haven't recovered. Um, Honestly, you could end at Endgame and be completely fine. Which is kind of where I'm at. I, I think I really and, – and I watched WandaVision. You know, I really like that. WandaVision was fantastic. Um, but I really think that I just don't – there's so many of the Marvel and DC movies now at this point that I have not watched, that, but there's also so many other movies that I have not watched that I want to watch. And every time Scott and I sit down to watch a movie and it's like we fall asleep or um, you know what something I'm ready happens, for. you know? You know what I'm ready for? I'm ready for theater, like movie, theatrical releases to not... Re- I'm ready for my, my movie, movie viewing experience to not revolve around marvel yes and i love marvel me too i i love those movies and i want to keep watching give me one or two a year instead of this fucking damn i want to see trailers for movies and be like oh fuck yeah i want to go see that or eh, i'm I'm probably only going to go see whatever marvel movies in theaters and that's it yeah and then watch whatever when it comes out i don't know dude Um, i'm telling you when we when we all went and saw Dune, that was in, fantastic in IMAX. It absolutely, and I still tell people about it today. It was absolutely a hundred percent, no questions asked, no argument. 
the best IMAX experience I've ever had. Yeah. In in uh, besides, I, I would Godzilla. say uh, that definitely. But when we saw Deadpool two at the State that Museum, was really that was good. real good. We had a real good experience. But I day. didn't need to see that in IMAX. No, 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 no. But just overall, it was a real good experience. Yeah. But when we saw Dune, man, just everything. Dune was great. It felt like. I saw Interstellar in IMAX too. In, Ooh, that would have been in so a good. Fucking, the biggest IMAX I've ever been in. Um, that would have been so fucking fantastic. And it was crazy too because Skylar, my uncle, and I, we went to like a ten thirty or eleven o'clock late show at this IMAX in Alabama, and there was one other guy in the in in the the theater with us, and he sat at the very front, like he sat at the worst possible place, and just. <laughs> like poor guy like yeah. i don't know what he was going through but he was going through some yeah, shit yeah uh but yeah uh, that still is one of my favorite movies because of how mm-hmm. good experience that was and then we saw dune and dune just fucking blew that out of the water and i was so bummed obviously with all the actors strike i like i hate I hate saying like I'm bummed because they're those people are doing what they should be doing right now. And the the people that are scabbing or are working during the strike and blah blah blah, they're they're all doing the wrong thing. Very um, more. Uh not just uh Bill Maher. Bill, Ma- Bill Maher, yeah. Yeah. Um which that doesn't surprise no, me. No, no, not at all. Um but just just the, the people people are doing some bad shit and um, it sucks that Dune 2 got delayed, um, but uh, at least I know, because it's, uh, what, February? Is that is that when it got delayed, too? January, oh, February? I have absolutely no idea. I'm, I'm, I'll, it's not important. I'm pretty sure it's it's 2024 sometime, but I think it's the beginning of the year rather than the, the end of the year. Um, so we don't have to wait necessarily too long. I recently rewatched Dune for the first time Dude. since... IMAX. No, no shit. And still fantastic. I, I, I talk, Nick Maxson and I talk about it uh, every now and then because it has been, out of all the shit that I haven't watched, it has been um, the reoccurring. Oh, yeah. Like, I've got a couple hours to kill. Uh, it's such an easy watch, dude. I, I, no shit. Uh, I had um, a bunch of work I had to do around the house not long ago and uh the girls weren't there it was just me in the house and um I got all that stuff done real quick and I sat down and the house was quiet it's like well what I'm gonna do I pulled the couch out sat down put it on and I was like on the edge of the couch like totally involved the whole time it's such an easy watch you know there's so much of that universe that is so unapproachable and so hard to understand yeah it's just so in depth dude it's 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 a lot you know um it's a it's a sci-fi guy's wet dream mm-hmm. and nightmare mm-hmm. there's so much fucking <laughs> shit going on yeah um but they did they did such a good job and um it's got me really excited for the next one. Oh yeah uh i would say i think my best imax experience besides dune and godzilla versus kong godzilla versus kong was fucking yeah that's definitely up there too that was up my, my worst was uh uh men in black international that i mean which was the very first thing i saw at this new imax bummer yeah that, that sucked um and then so i think my my favorite has to go to uh star wars force awakens Oh, you watched The Force Awakens and IMAX? See, that would have been <laughs> At cool. At four in the morning. Oh, damn. So, uh, it was, yeah, it was four in the morning. 
uh, <laughs> we found out that opening weekend, uh, the same IMAX we went, the, the State Theater, mm-hmm. uh, they were playing at 24-7 that entire weekend. Oh, shit. So we worked that Saturday. and we you were, told me this once Yeah, before. we were on night shift, and so in the event that we ended up working 10 hours, which would have been 2 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, we just went ahead and went to the 4 a.m. one, which kind of sucked because we got off at midnight. <laughs> Uh, oh so, shit! So we had to drive down to Indy and then wait. Uh, well, uh, we got there I think at like three a.m. Sure. And uh, uh, but we went. And we got in there, and you know, and I, it, just combining the fact that it was my first IMAX experience with right. the fact that it was Star Wars, and the fact that it was just so much. I mean, since that movie was so safe and right. so paralleled to A New Hope, yeah. Like all that nostalgia rushing in, like it made for such an amazing experience. I, I think I ended up seeing that movie three times that weekend. No, twice. Twice in the same day. Wow, nice. So, because I saw it at 4 a.m. and then saw it later that night. Yeah, then we went and saw, yeah, again later that night. So, um, yeah, like that, that, it just made for a great experience. I'm excited, um, for what Star Wars has got coming up in the future. You have no fucking idea until you watch Dude, Ahsoka. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited for some new stuff, though. I mean, I, I, as much as Ruby and Skyler and I were talking about it yesterday, we're going to start Obi-Wan soon. We're going to do Andor and Ahsoka. Um, Ruby is, is just about to the time where she's getting reinterested in the Clone Wars and then we can actually watch that. And Have Rebels. you watched all of Clone Wars? I've watched uh, not uh, continuously. I've watched all the major stuff, and I've skipped a lot of the filler. Okay. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Um, but I also don't. I don't want to do that too. I want. I want to see that that filler because there's a lot of cool stuff that happens that mm-hmm. I skipped. Yeah. Um, but um, so this last episode, I would not watch. Uh, the last episode of Ahsoka, I would not watch unless you've watched all of all of Clone Wars and seen that entire story. And I would say even Obi Wan. A lot of I don't think anybody's gonna anybody else in the world is gonna say watch Obi Wan before this because honestly, there really isn't much connection other than Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. If you want your full dose, I love that everybody's re-embracing him again, and because and, he's and, actually he's portraying this character. Like, like he should have from the beginning, but like not like it wasn't. It was his fault to begin with. Right. But this, it, I would say he portrayed Anakin in this last episode. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but he portrayed Anakin in this last episode because he did his homework. He watched Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and it was the coolest. When I love that there's a Rex, ca- there's a Rex cameo. It's <laughs> yes. Like Fifteen seconds of screen with, time and with Tamara Morris in that, in that whole. The whole internet's like I'm telling you right now. I was sitting over there on that couch. Everybody's asleep in the house, but I'm up. I'm staying up at. That's only nine o'clock, but I'm staying up just to watch Ahsoka, and I am just sitting in that couch going, "Let's fucking go!" Yeah, (laughs) like so many times. Yeah, Tamara Morrison, man, he he popped off. He loves that character so much. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh. Uh. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. He. Yeah. Super happy about him. He is pulling off. Matt Lanner, Anakin, mm-hmm. 
as well as his own Anakin. He, oh, yeah. It's it's the perfect mix. And Be- I and I love the Clone Wars Anakin. Yeah, he did. I, I really he adds so, so much depth to the character. Yeah, and and Hayden is pulling from that so hard, That's and awesome. he is doing a fantastic job of it. It's not it's not just a cheap knockoff of his own character. When he cared, it, it just it just adds so much more. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you see how much passion. Yes, yeah, that's for what it. I was gonna say. It, it adds so much more. Um, or it shines so much more of a light on the investment that he has and, mm-hmm. the, and the ownership that he has to that and, character. And, and seeing the fans' reaction to it is mm-hmm. like probably putting him on cloud nine. Oh right yeah, now. it's 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 so positive because it wasn't. I know, and and, and he, I was worried about it, um, especially going into the Obi Wan stuff. So many people, um, you know, just shitting on it, just like the Robert Pattinson stuff. And I'll be the first to admit, and I and I haven't watched the Batman yet. So a little bit of this is is just taking what everybody else has said, mm-hmm. but you know I shit on it. I shit on Robert Pattinson. Uh, I, I disliked Hayden Christian Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader for a, a long time. Um, I tell you what, the the last five ten years of my life, the second and third movie of of the prequel trilogies have become some of my favorites. They are. Dude, the second third act of Revenge of the Sith is fucking money. Yes. I'm sorry, it is money. Like just just accept it. It's and, fucking good, man. And let me tell you something. There's two probably 2 hours of cut content from that. Yeah. Get the director's cut of that and it's a 4-hour movie and it is probably even better. I mean, you get to see Shock T die at least six times. <laughs> no, seriously. The, the know, deleted yeah. scenes are six different Shock T deaths. Yep. Including like the animated Clone Wars death. That, yeah. That I like the got. Grievous one. Yeah. With the live action Grievous one. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's just such a shame that like George Lucas just doesn't know how to direct people yeah. and dialogue and all that. So otherwise, like, I mean, again, Hayden Christensen was so young at that time. Well, yeah, I and mean, I mean, put yourself in his position. You know, you've mm-hmm. got the Star Wars dude, like barking orders at you, and he doesn't know what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on. You know, he's just fucking George Lucas, fucking high on whatever. Yeah, you know. I was listening to uh, Thank the Maker, which is a podcast by Yellow Card, Bayside, and Story of the Year. And uh, they were were discussing this latest episode of Ahsoka. And, like, they mentioned, like, Hayden Christensen um, basically when he's playing these dark side parts, um, which you'll see in Obi-Wan, you'll see in Ahsoka – more so Obi-Wan because he actually is Vader alive. There's a – a uh, artist on Spotify that I follow that samples and features a lot of Hayden Christensen's uh, voice um, or spoken lines from Obi Wan in his uh, in his music, and it's like uh, it's not like dubstep, it's or chilling. like hardstep. But I haven't heard his, any of that. But what the dude, things he him says saying, are "I am chilling. what remains," I am, fucking dude, I am what remains. Yeah, it it run, makes uh, uh, chills run up and down my spine. If you watch that entire scene, you you will cry. Yeah, you will you will be in tears. You might not be sobbing, but tears will yeah. be running down your face. No, and, it, and it's uh, I had somebody obviously I have a lot of Star Wars tattoos on my arm, so. 
uh, I had somebody come up to me at Five Guys uh, a couple weeks ago, and he's like, hey, man, is that a Kylo Ren tattoo on your arm? <laughs> and it's like, yep, that actually is. Which uh, is hilarious because I get Kylo right, Ren. And you get the Revan tattoo. It's Darth Revan, and I'm like, God, yeah, shut like, the fuck up. Yep. I, and I love Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's and that's why I got it. You know, it's 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 such a divisive character, but I think Adam Driver did such a good job. But anyway, I'm like, yep, it is a Kylo Ren tattoo, and he's like, oh, what else you got? And I was like, well, I got Darth Vader up here, and he's like, oh man, that's cool. And he's like, wouldn't it be so cool if you did a dark side arm and a light side arm? And it's like, yep, that would be real cool, man. I appreciate it. Like, uh, nice talking to you. Thanks. I'm going to eat my lunch now. Like, you know, it's it's one of those typical. It's like, I got to yeah. explain your tattoos to me now. I need to know. Did you ever watch Fanboys? A little bit. Oh, my God. There's So Seth Rogen, yeah. he's in it twice mm-hmm. as two different characters. Okay. He plays a Trekkie. And a Star Wars fan. Hell yeah. And the Star Wars fan, he's just like this super redneck pimp in Vegas. <laughs> and he's he's got these, he's a, he's a huge Star Wars fan. He's got all the tattoos. He's like, and this guy right back here, this is Jar Jar Binks. This motherfucker's going to be the coolest motherfucker ever. You just, you watch. You watch. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fanboys is fantastic. I, I honestly, you know, as cheesy it is, as it is, I thought about it, but... Uh, you know, I always wanted to have a bunch of Star Wars tattoos, and I picked all all bad people because they're all the cool ones. Oh yeah, the vi- I mean, villains in any story are what we focus on. Yeah, let's, I mean, be, Han, let's be real. Like the the anti heroes are always my favorite, and like Han Han and Chewie are obviously cool as hell. But just like fucking Vader and Darth Maul, like Darth Maul, dude. Especially once you get into Clone Wars. Yeah, dude, he's such a complex character, and the shit that he's doing with Savage and taking over the Death Watch and just all that shit man and it's all for vengeance yeah they took a one-dimensional character and made it a fucking four-dimensional character who who did sam whitward did well no who who put all that together though fucking dave filoni yeah the re the person who should be running star wars which at this point he pretty much is yeah yeah. Uh, stay, just step back, Kathleen. Okay, yeah, you can be head, here. you can be head of the company. Go whatever, on, yeah. whatever. Sit in your office. Sit in your jack office. Off, whatever. <laughs> Let Dave Filoni. You can be jack off. Head of everything. <laughs> Just stay away from Star Wars, please. Just let Dave Filoni. Hell, even let Dave Filoni and John Favreau. I don't care. And Dave Filoni's stupid hat. <laughs> yes. And his hat. And his hat. <laughs> and George Lucas. I'm in. I want George there. As much as I don't want George there, I want George there. Because George wouldn't have let Rise of Skywalker happen. George wouldn't have let The Last Jedi happen. I, 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 as much as I say that, because I did enjoy the movie. There's parts of the movie that I really hate. Well, we geeked out about it for three hours after the movie. Dude, there were parts of the movie that were fucking cool as shit still today. And there are parts of the movie that suck. Cancer bite. And we don't need to, we don't need to go through it for no, hours we don't. and hours because we obviously know what's going on. Yeah. Um. And and I hope that if Daisy Ridley comes back to Star Wars, that I hope, I hope it's a Hayden Christensen story. I, exactly. I, I I as much as I've shit on her as an actress and as a Star Wars character, if she's invested enough to come back and put and put forth an effort and, and she does a great job, then I'm going to give her the credit. The that, that's what too. I'm curious about is. 20 years from, or 10, 20 years from now, mm-hmm. 
when all the sequel kids are grown up and sure. our age, because we're prequel kids, we're, yeah. we're, you and I are like a mix between prequel and original. Yep. But because and, of the Fox re-releases that came out in the early 90s. Oh, not even that. Like I saw, I, I was a fan before that. And then I saw them in theaters and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. My aunt Misty, she always tells this story. It's it, by always, I mean, just like this last year, I don't know where she just started telling. <laughs> Cause I guess she, uh, her and her husband, Brian, uh, took me to go see, I think it, it was, it was one of the original trilogy. I believe it was a new hope. I've never got to see any of the original trilogy in theaters. I only, the first star Wars movie that I saw in theaters was Phantom Menace. one. And that's, that's why that one has such a special place in my heart. Uh-huh. Um, I watched it the other day. It's, it's still good. Dude, no. It is so good. Um, but anyway, so like, I guess at the, like towards the end of the movie, I, and as like a six or seven year old, uh, stood up in the theater and goes, Star-, and I just yelled, Star Wars is alive! Yeah! And yeah. I don't remember this at all. Hell yeah. Like, I feel like that's something I would remember. I remember going to see them. <laughs> I remember seeing every single one of them in theaters. Oh, really? They, and every single one of those releases. When they got re-released? Yeah. Uh, leading up to Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And... I, but I don't remember that occasion, but she, she tells that. Like, That's awesome. And I'm like, man, that I never realized how passionate about Star Wars I was back then. Dude, Ruby did that when we took her to see the live action Lion King. She stood oh, yeah. up and like was singing Hakuna Matata. <laughs> oh, that's just a, fucking getting that's into great. it. Great. But I really wish they would re-release, uh, uh, or rescreen the originals in theaters again. Uh, Empire now. was out recently. Yeah, I just I was busy and I, I, I had to miss it. Um, I want to see Empire, and I want to see uh, I want to see Return of the Jedi. I want to see that. I, honestly, I could see all of them, but I and I, so I just in terms of what I've seen recently, I want to see Empire Strikes Back. I want to see Back to the Future. Ooh, nice. And yeah, I want that's to see, one that they do quite a bit. And I want to see Jurassic Park, dude. And that's what uh, we took Ruby. Um, Skylar and I took Ruby uh, right before Juno was born um, to see it in theaters. Jurassic Park? Yep, and that was the first time that I had seen it in theaters. I, I've never saw it in theaters. Dude, it's fucking crazy. It was awesome. I want to see it. I, so I Best saw it. Jurassic Park experience I've ever had. Good. I saw, I've seen every single one since then in theaters. Yep, and, me too. Because I was just too young to go see it. Yep. Yeah, because it came out in 93. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I saw The Lost you World You were in two years old, or I was two years old, and you were four years old. I was three, three years old. So I, I, I actually, I might have only been two, because I'm I'm a November baby. So yeah, um, yeah. So we were both very, very fresh. <laughs> yeah, very, very small. But every small. other movie I've seen in theater, mm-hmm. like I saw, I saw Lost World twice. I saw still a classic, still three. A great one. I liked three a lot. I liked three at the time. Now three is where I kind of noticed. So I I had a realization a few around Fallen Kingdom. That the genre that so Jurassic Park went from being like this huge like summer blockbuster thriller to uh, action movie, Mm -hmm. and it happened around three. Well, and a big part of that too is the merchandising stuff, the Mm -hmm. Hasbro, Mm -hmm. the Kenner, like they. Star Wars is just as guilty of it, and you know, it's been they, that way since '76. Yeah, they just gotta crank out the the. They need to sell toys, and yeah. they can't sell toys, yeah. or they sell less toys when there's not a movie. So you bring another movie out, and it's bam. Now we can merchandise more. Mm-hmm. You know all this blah 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 blah, and uh, see so yeah, now we have streaming services where we can release a lot of shows and movies. And, yeah. 
so now the merchandise isn't isn't as important but Mm -hmm. but yeah i i i and and they are you might be able to catch a jurassic park screening um if you look because when i looked last week they were still screening it okay this is the 30th uh year anniversary um so i guess uh september is when it came out in 93 maybe because it it made sense that it was the 30th anniversary or whatever i would love to go see it um yeah uh maybe before i leave we should look at a showtime maybe we can catch it because i'd love to see it again dude it was such a good it was such a good experience um you get to hear so much more the audio there's a there's a there's a whole nother depth to the audio that you don't get oh i bet uh, listen to it on the small screen and and even i have like you know i got 5.1 surround sound and there's still a whole depth to that that you're missing just because it's so much louder in the theater and it's it just feels so much bigger mm-hmm. even not being on an imax screen yeah you know so and and, and people it, not necessarily that people forget but um i was watching a thing the other day where people are like you do realize that we are still using special effects techniques that were pioneered on the set of jurassic park in 1993 and that was like the pinnacle of what we're doing in our industry and uh there's stuff in there that like today's stuff still doesn't compare computer generated stuff can't compete that was that. that was ilm right uh, which is which is Lucasfilm? Yeah, there. and and then but the practical effects. There were so many practical mm-hmm. effects. That was that Stan Winston. Winston. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm a big fan of those uh, classic movies being mm-hmm. rescreened every now and then. Oh, uh, absolutely. The, they deserve to be. That's the thing. Well, yeah, and it's it's worth even if they don't even like in my mind, it's like well, charge me a dollar less for the movie ticket. You know, n- n- not necessarily that 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 that, that happens, but um, you know, I'll pay the old stick that we always used to talk about. You know, if you can justify the price of my movie ticket, and then I get some fucking popcorn and shit, it's like, well, I'll, I'll spend eleven dollars to go see Jurassic. Park. I also feel like those screenings, like the ticket price, should go one hundred percent to the theater. Oh, I think so, for sure. And, I mean, okay, brand new movie. Okay, cool. Sure, that, yeah, you got to jump through all the hoops, whatever. Yeah, and then you only get concessions, whatever. But if you're screening a 30-year-old movie, right? like, why is that? I mean, okay, maybe a percentage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's business, you know. You, you, you got to play the game like everything yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but- your license, your they're getting licensed this out and all but that. But at this point, it's a, it, I mean, it's being played on syndicated television. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we can screen Jurassic Park and it'd be okay. <laughs> right. You know. Right. All right. Um, I, 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 have a, I have this sense that you're running low on time, so we're just going to, are you ready to cut it? Or um, I'm close. If okay. you've got a couple things that we can wrap up with, that would be fine. Okay. Yeah, because I figured, you know, we could wrap up and then, you know, say, let, have our post-show conversation. Sure. Sure. As uh, so, because uh, I mean, we're we're about to hit an hour, and I'm I feel like it's by no means am I rushing at all. Oh no, no, not at all. This is a uh, nice and loose, loosey goosey, mm-hmm. as I like to say. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if, if if you had driven here yourself, like I would, I wouldn't be. Yeah. Like, but well, I, I know we're. So we uh, took the car to get fixed today. Yeah. And um, leaving, uh, it's like, well, now there's more wrong with it. So now it's not drivable. And uh, 
so dealing with that, uh, so we're temporarily on the one vehicle, which not a, not a big deal. Definitely not bitching or complaining or anything like that. It's just, it's like, uh, it's an inconvenience that, pardon me, that two or three years ago, maybe five years ago, I would have let like ruin my day. And then ruin, it would ruin tomorrow, too. Yeah. And then it'd bleed over into Monday a little bit. And then about Tuesday, I'd finally be over it. And then something had happened Tuesday, and then it'd ruin Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it'd bleed over into Thursday. And uh, I'm trying to let the stuff um, it that sounds, I can't control not ruin my life. It sounds like you're practicing the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Trying. Trying real let me hard. T- I, I, I got that book. I, li- I listened to that in audio book before I got the physical. It was just like a... It was a combo pack on Amazon for $13. I got mm. both of those books. I might have that book actually on audiobook. It's it's good. I just I my only complaint is I wish it was actually uh narrated by the author. Mm. But the the guy who does narrate it does a good job. But anyway, uh The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Yep. Heavily recommend. I do not have it actually. And it's yeah, uh, read it right it's there. a cool book cuz like I I was like okay, like going into it I'm like okay, I'm already good at not giving a fuck. But the book itself is not about not giving a fuck. It's about prioritizing what to give a fuck about. Right. And 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 it's obviously a catchy title. It grabs yeah. your attention. Well, and so much of that stuff here, here, um, you know, in the 2020s, the it, we've definitely seen the resurgence of, uh, you know, how many times a day do you hear breaking the cycle of fucking emotional mm-hmm. abuse and trauma and, yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and, and by no means am I trying to undercut the importance or the the significance or the weight of that but it's 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 we definitely it's like anything else in in north american society we overuse the term a little bit um of generational trauma and shit like that but you know i think there's so much more awareness to the importance of our responsibility and accountability for um the state of our mental health and well-being and how that affects everybody around us. And I, I, I've heard some terms lately, um, that, or I've heard some terms in the past that lately I've really started to like, and I've kind of adopted, but I really like the idea of, I may, I may be able to handle cutting myself, but I can't handle bleeding on other people. Okay. I don't want the stuff that it's my responsibility to deal with. And I'm not saying like internalize and, 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 um, uh, bottle up, bottle up and, and, and collect and store away. You know, it's just, there's so much stuff that in this fast paced society that we live in, you know, when Miranda, while we were getting the pizzas ready, Miranda and I were chatting and it's like, you know, if you talk to scientists, we literally have a fucking monkey's brain. Like we're a monk. We are a monkey. We are a monk. We are a monk. <laughs> I, I yearn to return to monk, but we literally have a fucking monkey's brain. Yeah. And everything around us has developed, and we figured out how to make all this shit. But our the structure of our brain and all this shit hasn't changed at all. And it's why we're all fucked up now because all this shit didn't exist when our brain was developed. So it's like, and it takes millions of years it takes, to, it, to yeah. evolve further. Yeah. And it's so. like, we, 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 
we created all this shit and now we're trying to deal with it. Well, not, well, I mean, just look at how much things have progressed since the nineties. Yeah. This is 2023. Yeah. So 24 plus years later. Yeah. So just exponentially. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, our brains were not, did not evolve to they deal with all this us, shit. They told us that we wouldn't have calculators in our pockets. Yeah. And guess what the fuck we have? We have entire supercomputers yep. in our pockets. We have the collective knowledge of our species in our pocket. They also said that the internet would ruin the world. And, I mean, you could say a lot of people could argue that it has. Um, yeah. I think the internet's great. Social uh, media is Social media is Well, not even, not even social media. I, I mean, definitely social media. But I feel like... Social media culture has ruined... I feel like... A lot of stuff. So early Facebook, early my like not early MySpace, but MySpace. MySpace was cool. Like that was golden age social media. Just talking to friends, chatting it up. You know, you know, learning some HTML. Yeah. Like fucking pimping out your MySpace Hell page. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, man. My MySpace like, was cool. What, what was your fucking what was your profile song? I don't know, but man, it, it rep- was cool. It represented me and it was cool as fuck. Sometimes I changed it three times a day. I had a I had a profile playlist. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I had a three song rotation. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Then uh, I switched the other two out. But Wu Tang. I was listening to like a lot of Mudvayne and Mushroom Heads, so there mm-hmm. was a lot of that. I was listening to a lot of stuff like Yellow Card and <sighs> yeah, same uh, <laughs> like that that rotation of stuff like pop punk. Well, that 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 time, uh, Ocean Avenue was brand new mm-hmm. in two thousand four, two thousand five. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep, of course. Nostalgia right there. And they're back together now. Yeah, isn't that cool? I, like, yeah, I aren't can't. they touring? Uh, Yeah, they, yeah, they I, just I'm, got done with their uh, yeah. Ocean Avenue 20-year tour. Yeah, that's, that's and they, wild, And they man. just put out an EP, that's a brand cool. new EP, and they're they're back. It's, it's, it's cool as hell because, you know, they broke up in 2017. Or they didn't break up, but they called it quits. No shit. I, I didn't realize that they went. No, I, I went to their farewell tour in Milwaukee, 2016. Uh, so I, I saw what would have been my last chance to see them. Mm-hmm. And of course, like I had two chances to see them this summer, and I we didn't go. Right. It, it really sucked because I, I story of it was. Let's see. It was Yellow Card Story of the Year and a few other bands. And Wasn't I was, good Charlotte playing with them at one of those too. I think not that I it was know some of. festival or something. Maybe a festival, yeah. probably Riot Fest or something. Something like that. They, they they made their comeback. Their 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 uh, reunion show was Riot Fest last year. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I saw them on their farewell tour, and I'm like, yeah, of course that was my first time seeing them. Was when they're leaving. Uh, what a great fucking show that was. That's awesome. It, it was it was honestly magical they closed the show out with ocean avenue of course hell yeah uh i've been a, a ginormous yellow card fan i'm like probably one of the few people i know that actually listen to anything past ocean avenue right like people are like they're they're still a band or they put out <laughs> stuff i mean oh. well it wasn't really uh uh promoted like yeah, it was played a lot on VH1, and that's about it. Yeah, like they had their little they bit had, of MTV action, they had lights and sounds. Like that's that album. That album came out, and you know it was kind of big, but like past that, nobody really knew that they kept making music. Well, there was a lot of stuff at the time too that just got so much more 
mm-hmm. publicity. I mean, 30 yeah. Seconds to Mars was yeah. coming in shortly after that. We had the whole the whole uh, brand new metalcore <sighs> yeah. phase. Uh, yeah. If we had I, time. If I could, Early if, if I could recommend man. an album by Yellow Card, uh, or two albums, two honestly. Two albums, wow. Uh, Paper Walls. Okay. That, that was their third album. I think that came out in 07. Mm-hmm. 06, 06, or it, was, it had to have been 07. Maybe it was 08. Uh, anyway, and then um, 2011's When You're Through Thinking, Say Yes. Okay. That yep. album that album's I'm, my favorite. I'm familiar with that one, yeah. And then after that, they had uh, Southern Air, which uh, it, it's almost like a double album because they came out like 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. And then uh, after that, they had um, Lift a Sail, which was okay. That was an okay album. It, was, it had a lot more... Uh, like pop elements, like pop, like synth production mm. added in. And it was just, it was kind of weird. And then their final, their final album, which is, it was just self-titled yellow card. Uh, it had a couple good songs like the, the, the rest in peace. And, uh, what was the, there was another single on that. Uh, what was it? I can't remember, but I, I think I love that song the most and i can't even remember the fucking name of it but anyway yeah yellow card's fucking great i've been listening to a lot of that band the stellar circuits that i sent you yeah dude i like that i didn't dive in but i liked it that that um i've been listening to silosis man yeah that that album silosis fuck silosis does fuck I'll, i'll be totally honest um yeah uh I was on a strictly BT BAM only kick for a couple weeks where that's all I listened to. That's um, a good kick to be on. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, it's it's another one of those things that I didn't think I didn't think at first that it was like easy listening and it's not it's not easy listening. Some of it is. Some of it definitely is. Um, but yeah, the that album, uh, The Way We Haunt. Um, or the way it haunts, uh, it's 2018 stellar circuits. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, that one is in a heavy rotation. And when, uh, Nick and Jess and Andy and I went up to the Gojira show, that's, I had that plane in the car on the way up and Nick, Nick linked forward and he's like, is this the guy from 10 years? <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm going to be totally honest Which is funny because my buddy Luke drums for them. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Luke yeah. Neri. He yeah. played, oh, so I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's my friend, but I sure. know him because yeah. he, his band, I can't even remember what his band was, but they played at the doom room in the basement. Oh, cool. And I met him, I added him on Facebook and then a few months later, all of a sudden I'm seeing like, Hey, I'm, I'm in 10 years now. It's like, what? Yeah, that's cool. Like this band I've been listening to since like my sophomore year yeah, of high school. I've, like, I've listened to their, they're in a lot of my playlists and rotations. I've always kind of done yeah, them. the autumn effect was such a great Fuck album. Yeah. But yeah, definitely similar vocals. And I was like, no man, I, I don't know. This is, this band just kind of came into one of my, my playlists and I started listening to this album and I just can't stop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think Skylar and I are going to try and go see them. They're touring right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think in November we're going to try and oh, go see them. that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Dude. I'm, I'm discovering so much new music here recently. Yeah. You've been on a music kick this, this like last I, year. I've been listening. I've just, it got to a point where. I'd open my Spotify and I'd listen to the same thing. And then the next day it'd come and I'd listen to the same thing again. And I'd, and then I'd switch it up like the following day and then I'd go back and I'd just keep listening to the same shit. It's like, I got to listen to something else. I just have yeah. to. Like, I enjoy all this stuff. You know, I, uh, I, I finally got 
um, Miranda. So I just happened to have some songs playing last night on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just watching some music videos and uh, Pain Remains. Mm-hmm. Lorna Shore, Pain Remains yeah. 1 was like on there. So I'm like, I just look over <laughs> put it on and I'm like and I was like I fucking love this song and I've, I've played it for I played it for when it first came out yeah. I played it a couple times and I'm and every time I'll like make these comments like I fucking love this song this song is so deep and like it gives me chills every time and sure. she's kind of just kind of like yeah, I, I, I haven't gotten like anything from her out of it and then like last night I played it and like we're, she's actually seeing the music video for the first time she's mm-hmm. like man, this is intense. And yeah. she's like, I have no idea what they're saying, but this is intense. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, read the lyrics. Sure. Read the lyrics. It will destroy you. Yep. And she's like, damn. <laughs> Do you like Shadow of Intent? I haven't listened to them. You no. should listen to them. It's it's Andy's. Uh, we we went to Evansville to see Shadow of Intent, Lorna Shore, yeah. a couple other, Ether, Ether Realm, a couple other guys. Um, great show, fantastic show. Lorna Shore was the headliner. Yeah, God, um, I would love to see that. Yeah, dude, it was it was cool. Um, Especially to see Pain Remains. Yep. all the way through. Yeah, dude, they 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 played a real good show. Um, sounded incredible live. Um, and and but Shadow of Intent was really 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 good. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should definitely check them out. It's, it's a Halo theme band. So really, yeah, Shadow of Intent. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't pick up on it either. And Andy's like, Andy has a Shadow of Intent shirt that's got the Arbiter uh, stabbing the Prophet <laughs> with a with Hell an energy yeah. short. It's it's, it's fucking Hell badass. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, he he's like, yeah, that's it's a Halo theme band. Man, it's like okay, well now I'm now I'm kind of into it. So was uh, was Will Ramos out in the crowd like hanging out or? Uh, very, very small. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I've, my buddy Josh, uh, he's met him a few times and, oh, he's, really? uh, and just the videos I've watched. Uh, I watched this channel called the charismatic voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she does, she's an opera singer and she got, she dives into, um, just vocals and she's just recently dived, started diving into like harsh vocals like this last couple of years. And she just became like really good friends with Will Ramos. Oh, really? And to the point where she invited him out to Colorado and got a scope down his throat. Oh, to nice actually shit. watch it because I mean, if if any if anybody listening doesn't know Will Ramos, he's the singer for Lorna Shore, and yeah. he has easily the most incredible and insane and mind-boggling vocals. Like and how does, he's doing it too, it's and not he is actually doing, doing it. it and he can do it live. Yep. It sounded incredible. Some of the best sounding vocals yeah. like, of that style live and, I've ever heard. And it's stuff that you would think would just absolutely destroy your voice. Oh, absolutely. But he can just do it on command and he's completely fine. Yep. And super personable. He was bringing kids up out of the crowd yeah. up on the stage and, and having a good time. If you and- watch interviews of him, he is like insane. Because he's just so positive and yeah. so happy. Yeah, dude, he's, and just, so he's just so happy to be doing whatever he is doing in that moment. And right. he's just all about it. And he's just so cool. Yeah. Like, I would love to hang out with that. Yeah, we were, we were pretty much front row um, at that one because it was yeah. a standing room only, yeah. too. And, and we, like, fought for our life to get up there. But it was, it was tight. I would, de- I would definitely love to see them again. I was pretty bummed out we didn't get to see them yeah. at, the, at the last show. I mean, at least it wasn't a headline. No, no, thing. for sure. I, would, for sure. I, I have to – if I'm going to see them, they, it has to be a headline deal because yeah. I feel like if they're not going to play Pain Remains all the way through because that's what I li- – that is what connects me to them is that, those three songs. Sure. And 
if I don't get that in its entirety, like I don't even know if I want to be there. Right. Even though I do enjoy their other music. Sure. Uh, but yeah. So, all right. <laughs> I think that's time. It's but time. I think it's. I think we've talked about some good yeah. stuff. We've had some real casual, chill convo. Mm-hmm. Had some nice comments. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a solid stream. I mean, we've had at least four or five viewers this entire time, which I mean, it doesn't sound like much, but like, I'm happy with it. Yeah. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. We don't get a lot of time to sit down and do this anymore. So whenever we can, we like to do it. This has been this has been super chill. Some good some good za and some some good beers. Oh man, we didn't even talk about the pizza, but dude, we had good pizza. That's fine. We we made an emergency calzone, and it turned out (laughs) all right. That was the first one. (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) The sacrificial calzone, as they say. (laughs) All right, thanks, Tyler. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for being my friend, bud. Of course, man. Oh, it's me right here in the heart. All right, well, Uh, I'm gonna go down on Blaine now. Just give me a little. A little bit ahead just a little bit <laughs> um all right thanks tyler for coming back on uh it's always coming. 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 <laughs> it's always great to have you here it's great to and, be here and uh if you have if, if you haven't figured out how to get here and you're listening to this you know check us out on all the podcasting platforms i mean if you if you have itunes get it on itunes if you have spotify we're on spotify Podbean, you know, all the places. Uh, we try to live stream every time I record, but maybe that might not happen. Maybe it will. Who knows? If you if it does, please join in. Please chat. It's it's a blast. Uh, so if that is all, that is all, you know, it's been a good show. Baxter's I'm, licking himself. I'm happy with this. Oh, oh yeah, he is. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go pester a cat that's licking himself. So <laughs> all right. I appreciate you all hanging out with us. And uh, what do we say, Blake? Uh, we say uh, please make every day. A big dick day. Bye, guys. Adios.